Saturday night. You're probably wondering, what happened today? Why didn't you do any new podcast episodes? Well, it's called work. You're busy. You're trying to make a, a living, you know. Actually, for me, it's a whole new learning experience, taking on more work and learning all about there is in my job so I can go higher. But again, I'm thinking of all the people that are struggling. You know, think of the inflation. Everything is going up, up, up. Um, there's so much There's so much going on in this world, you know. We have to focus on the people in our lives, though. I've always want to stress that for all of you out there. You got to put your family first above anything else. Your family comes first. Whether you're married, whether you have children, or, or it's your immediate family, whoever's in your life, you have to put all of the things that are going on right now, and even your career is second. Family always comes first in any situation. When you're dealing with a crisis, any type of a crisis, any type of any crisis that you have to deal with, your family will come out on top with you. It's called victory. Think about it in, in this term. So for me, it's just me living in this house that my late mother and father had bought. You know, it's all paid for. The only thing I pay for it is the taxes. That's it. Just like everybody else on this block. But for me, it's I don't like being alone. You know, I have a kitty cat. But animals, again, are not like people. You know, you can only communicate with an animal in their language. In other words, you have to talk their language. For me, it's just difficult. I want to be able to have... some time to reflect. But it's okay to reflect. Think about the times when you were a young girl or a young boy, when you were a child. How life was simple. You didn't have to deal with grown-up things. The only thing you thought about, okay, well, school, homework, playing with your friends, going outside in the sunshine, whatever it is that you did when you were a child. You get to be an adult, you can kind of do those things again, you know, go on trips and go out and have fun. But it's different when you're a grown-up because now you have grown-up responsibilities. You got to pay the bills and you got to put food on the table and you got to have a, a place to live. If you have children and you're married, you got to think of each other and your family and keep everybody sane, especially in this day and age. You ask yourself, I, I liked it better. There was a simpler time in my life. And I used to go back to a time in my life that I really liked. The time that I liked was when I was in, when I was a little girl. Because I had this safe, secure feeling with my family. Mother, father, all of us in the home. You know, and I missed that. I always go back to the good old days. Let's go back to the good old days. The good old days when we first... If you can remember a memory or a good reflection, if you have home movies, if you can think of times that you spent with your family, the places you went to, the trips. Did you ever look at yourself as a little girl or a little boy and watching a home movie of yourself? I watched myself on film and I couldn't believe how I looked. I was a little girl that was inquisitive, but at the same time, just 
like learning about different things, interacting with different people. And Alice was a little girl that didn't believe in the fairy tales and the stupid stories that children were meant to believe because their parents couldn't tell them the truth. You know, all the myths and icons, Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and all this stuff. I mean, come on now. That's all myth. You know, if you want to tell something real, take your children on a nice trip. Take them somewhere where they can interact with other people from another culture, experience foods and see the traditions and just learn about the virtual history of a country and its people and the customs. Because think about this, when you went to school, what did you really learn? You learn about things that happened how many years ago? You know, you learn about all these wars that went on and, and just the history, just the different types of history. For me, I like mythology. And I like learning about the gods and goddesses. I love the mythological part of it. That's my favorite history. Um, but again, everybody's each his own. And then I liked science too. I remember in, in, in fifth grade, we had to do our own experiments. We had to do, we had to create things scientifically. And at the time we were learning about the dinosaur age. And I remember this clay model that I actually had to bring in and it had all the different dinosaurs and all. What it would have been like if we'd known what it was like living back in the dinosaur age. Now they're saying that, how do we know dinosaurs existed? We weren't around when they were on this planet. So we really don't know, right? So the things that you were taught in school, did you really learn anything? My understanding is that in order for you to really know what's going on in the world, you have to experience it. When you get to be a grown-up, you get to experience all the things you didn't want to experience. When you were a child, again, life was simple. When you're an adult, everything falls on you. You know, you've got bills to pay and try to keep a roof over your head. And Like for me, I can't go out and buy myself something because I have all, this, all these bills to pay. And not just, you know, credit cards, taxes, Maintaining a home that's a lot older. Now, earlier this afternoon, it was pouring rain outside. And in the kitchen, the water was coming out of the ceiling. I'm thinking there's a hole in the roof. Because you think to yourself, if this house is that old, something's bound to break. I mean, where am I going to go, right? There's really no place for me to go. I would have to really save up so much money and have to fix this house up before it can be sold. You can't really sell a house that has issues. You can't. You could try. I know some people that decorate. I look back at the time now. I look at pictures of myself when I was young in this house. How it changed dramatically. It changed dramatically from when my father and mother bought it. Then when my father passed away, my mother and me in the mid-90s. Was it the mid-90s? Yeah, the mid-90s, we decided to do a makeover of the kitchen and just open it up, have an open space, you know. It's a decent kitchen, but it's not big like everybody else has, like those big kitchens, which I like, with an island going around. No, it's your average, everyday, small kitchen. But the idea that when you look at pictures of how you grew up and the homes that you lived in, and then say if you like me, you live in the same home for the many years that you grew up in, it's changed dramatically. Now there are things that I really want to do to this house. I want to take the carpeting out for one because carpeting is outdated. If you grew up old school like me, 
and you had and I used to go to over a friend's house. I admired their home. As soon as you walked in the door, they had plush carpeting, like so luxurious. Carpet I have, you really can't sit on the floor. You can't really do much of anything because it's really not that comfortable. Um, and then I went over to my friend's a long time ago, ex-friend now, because we haven't seen each other in God knows how long, and I think we've forgot about each other. But she had a house that I liked. Now, she lived at the end of the block. So the houses, now the houses here where I live, they're connected homes. So you've got people all around you. So there's a measure of security. Everybody over here shares a driveway. That's a good thing. Then you go, so it goes from one driveway and then it breaks up and then there's a whole series of homes, another driver, and there's a lot of homes towards the very end of the, end of the road. They're different inside and out. And I used to admire my friend's house and she lived right by my driveway. She was the next house going all the way down. And I used to go over to her house and I admired how it was set up. And I said to myself, wow, the house I liked is a little different. And then when they go downstairs into the basement, it was like a spiral staircase. I'm like, hey, I like that, a spiral staircase. Not your ordinary, you know, everyday type staircase, you know. And I think about all the times that I went over to people's homes and I just kind of admired, but kind of was looking to see how everybody decorated. Now her home, when you would go up the stairs on the walls, there would be all family pictures. I don't think anybody does that anymore, have the family pictures. I think nowadays, people live in more modernized. Everything is electronics, you know, electronic here and there. If I even go down the next block, the homes just seem so out of place. You've got too many luxury homes, and then you have homes that are just average. I'm always hoping that a developer would come and say, hey, we're gonna buy all these homes on the block and we'll offer you this amount of money. Do you know how happy I would be? It would give me a chance to get out. Not saying I don't like where I live. I do, and I have a nice view of New York City, but you know, after a while you say to yourself, I wanna go somewhere different. Because again, I've lived in this home since I was two, and the changes that I saw in this house, now it's just me and I don't like being alone. I, I mean, I just don't like it. I just feel like everybody around me has another person living in the house or more than one. It could be a family of four or two or three or whatever. Me? the lone wolf, the lone huntress, the lone tigress, if you want a lone lioness, as you want to call it, living in this home with no sound. And it gets to me. And I told my sister that. But then she'll say something to the effect of, well, you have a place over your head. Yeah, I do, but it's an old home. You know, old homes, and a lot of people say, where would you rather live? In a nice new fancy home with all the electronics and that, or would you like to live in a home that's comfortable? Well, this home is comfortable. It just needs to be fixed up. The stairs are falling apart outside. Um, just there are things that need to be done to make this home more appealing. So when you come time to sell it, when you sell it, it'll be worth something. Some people just don't seem to understand that though. Some people think, oh well, you know, it's a home. Yeah, it's a home. But it's a home that I've lived in for so long that I always think it's time to change. You know where I always wanted to when I was a little girl? I wanted to know what it was like living in a villa. You go to this Mediterranean part of the world and you live in a villa by the ocean. I used to think that was just amazing. Oh, I loved that. That was like a beautiful feeling. To live by a villa, a villa or one of those beautiful homes where you have the view of the clear blue waters, 
just a really romantic place. Now, if I could convince my significant other, let's move out of the United States and live somewhere in a country. It would be nice, right? Because I've seen people do it. There's a thing that a lot of people question, though, about that. But I've done my research, and I think to myself, I think it would be nice to do dual citizenship, where you live in one part of the country for six months and another part of them for six months. You kind of go back and forth between the two countries. And I think as a lot of people do that, instead of having to just leave the place where they were born and just totally go someplace else, because I think once, once you do that, it's going to be kind of hard for you to come back into the United States. And you think to yourself, well, why would you want to do that? There are people that I know that do live abroad, and they said they wouldn't even dream of coming back here. Because again, there are some things about the United States that people like, and then there are some things that people don't like. One of my LinkedIn contacts, he wants to live here, but the problem is it's just a little difficult for him to get here. Where he lives, he lives in another part of the world that he says he can't find a job. And I'm like, but you gotta go out there and apply yourself. How are you gonna go out there? I, I, can, I can give you advice, I can, I can do the research for you, but you have to physically do the work yourself. You can't expect people to do things for you. In order for you to go out and make something of yourself, you need to go out there and step in with both feet. Now, everyone says to me, but you said you wanted to help people. I do wanna help people. But you also have to learn to help yourselves. Think about this. When you're a grown-up, you got to learn how to do things on your own. You can't always rely on people. Like me, I don't want to rely on my family. I don't. If I don't need to, I don't want to. I like to think I could stand on my own two feet. They worry about me. And even my older sister, we had this conversation. She worries. But again, they have their own lives. They're living their lives they have their families. They're doing things to make a life for themselves. For me, it's just a matter of, you know, I want to do this, but if I do it, it's, it's just going to cause a lot of issues, a lot of problems. It's just a lot to deal with right now. And I have a kitty cat that I take care of. Now, he keeps me company, but he's a pest, though. He doesn't let me sleep at night. And then when he does let me sleep, it's only for a little while. But he's, I love him. I mean, if I didn't have a pet in the house, yeah, I would probably go bonkers. Animals keep you on your toes. They keep you busy. They just help you through your most difficult times. I think everyone should go out and have a pet. It doesn't matter what it is. A dog, a cat, maybe a reptile. No, a lot of, when I was growing up, I knew someone who had pet, pet iguana, lizards. Um, then I, when I was growing up, I had hamsters. The person next door had a guinea pig. Now everybody has different animals. Whatever animal that you want as a pet. Or you can even have a whole menagerie of animals. When I was growing up, I always wanted to have a big aquarium. A big aquarium and watch the colorful fish. Because when you could sit in a room and not put any type of music or even put a little bit of music, turn off your electronics, turn off the television, and just look at the aquarium. Do you know how beautiful that is? Looking at an aquarium with colorful fish. It's very relaxing and soothing. And I always say to people, in this day and age, when it comes to what's going on in the world, don't go listening to the news, because that's very depressing. Every time you hear of a horror story in the news, you just don't want to hear it. You want to hear something peaceful, something pleasant, something uplifting and inspiring. And you're not going to get that from a news story. So my, my advice to all of you is listen to music. 
listen to music. Music soothes the soul. It makes you think. It makes you reflect. Again, I listen to Yanni because for me, Yanni, well, he takes me back to a different time, a time when things were just simpler. And I, and I always want to go back to that time in my life. I think a part of me wants that more than anything. The thing that I miss, though, that I wish I could get back is the times I spent with my mother. We used to go for these drives together. We used to do things together. I just feel so... I just, I just wish I can get back that time, you know? I think about my mother a lot. I think about all the times that we spent together. And it's a good time to reflect. Do you ever look at, do you ever look at a part of your soul? You go deep inside your soul and you see a person that you want to become. And then you look back at your past. Do you ever go back to your past? Go dig deep into your past to see what you could find. I'm not talking about bad things. I'm talking about maybe there was a time or, or a place or, or someone who made you smile. Maybe there was someone that uplifted and inspired you. Maybe you had a role model that you looked up to when you were young and you think, well, you know, never one day when I get older, maybe I'll make contact with that person that helped me along the way. You never know. It's like doing a soul search. For me, I want to do a soul search in my DNA. And I want to find out where I come from. Now you're going to say, but you know where you come from. You were born here. No, that's not what I'm talking about. If you ever go back and do like a real DNA search, like go back into your family history. Maybe you have somebody in your family that's of royalty, or maybe you came from a line of kings and queens, or everyone has a little bit of history with their family. And I want to dig deeper into, into my own family tree to see maybe there's a cousin or a relative that we don't know about that exists in another part of the world. Do you know how exciting that is to even find out if that's the case? I always wanted to do a genealogical genealogy search of my parents and their parents and their parents before them because you never know what you may find. And a lot of people say, well, why why aren't you happy with your family now? Well, I just want to know, you know. And I think about my family's histories. Both my mother and father grew up in the Great Depression, but I want to know about their families. I want to know about my grandfather and grandmother. And I, the only one grandmother that I knew was from my mother's side. I didn't know my father's mother or his father. But I didn't, I didn't like the stories that were told because they weren't the nicest of people. Now, my father was the only one that was nice that came out of it. And my uncle. But the rest of them, well, let's just say they had ulterior motives. And when it came for introductions, when he introduced his bride-to-be, my mother, to his family, the family didn't give... His family didn't give her a warm reception. They just didn't like her. And I'm like, Mom, I don't know what his family saw in you, but let me tell you something. You are a fantastic mother, a beautiful woman, caring and compassionate. I mean, my mother was everything. If any of you got to know her and her in your time, you'd understand. She was a woman that welcomed, welcomed you, wanted to get to know you, wanted to find out everything about you. I didn't see anything wrong with it. Now, as a parent, that's her job, especially when she had three daughters to raise and two of them got married, so now she had asked the questions of the men that that were coming into her daughter's lives. Are you going to treat them with respect? Are you going to love them? Are you going to take care of them? Because it's important to know these things. You think, well, when you have a family of your own, you want to do the same thing. My mother was overprotective of me. I'll admit that to you. And she was strict, but 
she also eased up on me because when I got to be a certain age, she understood the pain that I was going through, the pain of being alone. She goes, I don't like to see you alone. I hope to one day, now this is what she said before she got sick and before I knew she was you're not gonna be around. She said, I wanna see you happy. I always wanted to see every one of my daughters happy. Two of my daughters are happily married and my youngest daughter can't seem to find anybody. Somebody that will make her happy. Because again, the men in my life, she didn't like at all. She didn't even want to meet them. She met one of them and she didn't like him at all. She knew right off the bat, must be a mother's sense, that he wasn't the right one. And she was right. She was right about all three of them. I just didn't see it because I was blind. I wanted to see for myself, and I did before it was too late. But towards the end, the one thing she had said before she passed on was, I want to see you happy. I want to see someone take very good care of you, someone who's going to love you unconditionally, someone who's going to just take very good care of you because I want to have peace of mind. I don't want to see you alone on this planet all by yourself crying and being upset. I don't want to see that. Nobody wants to go through life like that. Now, there are people that will tell you, oh, yeah, I don't mind being alone. Well, I do mind because I don't have human interaction. The only human interaction I have is when I'm at work. But see, that doesn't count because that's work. And I've always said to my significant other, I don't, all I do when I go to work is work. I don't think about being friends with anybody over there. They're just colleagues co-workers that's all they are to me they're nothing special nothing specific you know everybody has their own lives to lead my job is to go there make enough money save enough money so when it comes time to have a life with my significant other we can make the plans to be with one another see everything in this world is not impossible you yourself put yourself into these impossible situations. You think, well, I can't be happy or, or I'll never be happy. Something bad's going to happen. You know, if you're always thinking negative, then guess what? Negative thoughts will happen. Then I think to myself of all the things when I was growing up, all the, all the good memories. And if I can recapture those memories, they're in my heart. I was actually looking through family photo albums when I was a little girl. And then all the times that we spent together as a family, all the trips we went, I just miss it all. And I miss hearing laughter. I miss hearing uh, just any type of sounds because in this house alone, it's very quiet. I don't like it. Now I hear the neighbors next door because again, you're not by yourself. See, these homes are connected so you can hear people from either side. But I still wish that I can get back the people that I loved and just spend some time with them just one more time. Just one more time, just to just to talk about the good old days and reflect on, on the things that happened when we were younger. You know, I look at a time that it was a simpler time. Things were different. The, the, the whole landscape was different. And if you can understand what I'm talking about, never take a trip back to your childhood. They call it the good old days. When before technology took over, because I really believe technology... And I know all of you are not going to agree with me, but that's your opinion, and that's fine. But I think technology is good and bad. There's pros and cons with technology. I think that before computers and cell phones, it was just a simpler time. 
people would interact with each other face to face. There was no texting and phoning. You actually physically went to see somebody face to face because human interaction is a lot more important than trying to do it through a video or even talking on the phone. Yes, you can have a one-on-one -on -one conversation and you can also video chat or do the FaceTime, whatever, but it doesn't have the same effect as doing face to face. You know, back in the day when you were growing up, Again, electronics didn't really come into the picture until, what, the 80s? But even then, they were not advanced. Then they get into the 90s and everything, the cell phones and then all the electronics that are out there. Now everything is just, this is an electronic world. Even cars now, you have cars that drive themselves, which I still don't really understand, but okay. There's so many different things that are going on over here. And I just think that The bottom line is people, people, human interaction is important. If you don't reach out to the people that you love and something happens to them, you're gonna miss out on a lot. Make time, make new memories. And don't forget about the memories you had when you were a child. They are in your heart. They're in your heart. You ever like take home movies? Look at home movies of yourself when you were little. And then when you get to be a certain age or you're married and you have children, you're real. And I'm sure your children are going to want to see what you were like as, as a little child. Like, oh my God, that's my mom and dad when they were little. And if you think about it, you look back at your child and then you look at your children, you think there's one and the same. They're similar in what you did and the things that they liked and what they did and, what, and how they grew up. Similar upbringing. But you think to yourself, when I have children, I want them to have a better life. And you can do that. You can provide with them as much as you can. Give them a better life. You know, not, but see, in this day and age, not everybody's talking about like inflation and a possible recession. You know what I think? I think that even if that were to happen, We've gone through that before in our lifetime, right? And we've managed to get out of it. So it's nothing new. And you think to yourself, you can get out of the darker times. Just look to something more pleasant, more harmonious, more serene. Like I said, listen to music or, or, or just immerse yourself in reading. I've been reading and I've also been just looking back at a time in my life when I was growing up all the things that I was exposed to and, and, and the stuff that I had on me. But see, right now, with me, less is better. I don't like having too much of everything. And I think the things that I do have at some time, well, they're going to be going or given away at some point. I just don't want to keep on holding to things that don't really mean anything to me. If you think about it, stuff. What kind of stuff do people have? People have so much stuff, you know. People have too much stuff. People have too much clutter. You know what you should do? All of you one day should just go into your attic and just go through the things that you have. If you need them and you want to keep them, keep them in a sentimental pile. But if you have things that you have no use for, give them away. Donate them. You know, there are a lot of people out there that don't have much of anything. They don't have the things that, that other people have that they want and can't have. I think it's the nicest thing you can do is just donate the things you don't want, just give them away. There are so many people that are willing to take whatever it is that you have. To them, to you it might not be meaning anything, no value to you, but to them it's, it's a treasure, it's a reward, it's something that lights up their eyes, you know, lights up their faces, especially children. If you look at children in the poorer part of the world, what do they have that they can happily call their own? Not much. And then you look at the children here and you're like, boy, you go into a child's room and pff, 
They have many things. I mean, me, I'm trying to remember what I had growing up. I didn't really have many, many, I had some stuffed animals. I had some dolls. I was more into books. I was like a bookworm. I liked reading books. I had coloring books because it would be nice even on a rainy day just to color. Um, I just wasn't much of a, whatever toys I had grown up with, that's what I had. I didn't really, I wasn't the type of little girl that if I went over to my friend's house and she had everything that I wanted now, although I, there was one doll that my, my friend had at the time and I wanted, but I couldn't find it. It was a big baby doll. She had beautiful brown hair. I think it was like a, a baby Chrissy doll, I think it was called. And I wanted one like that. But then I knew that when Christmas came around, I wasn't going to get what I wanted on my list. Think about it. When you're a child and you ask for something and you think you're going to get it, nine times out of ten, they get you something else. It's like, whatever. Be happy with whatever it is that you get in life. You know, a lot of people don't appreciate the things that are given to them when they're younger or even when at a certain age appreciate it. Me, I have a hard time just accepting any type of gifts. I just think that, I don't know, I, it comes from not so much my childhood, not so much when I was a teenager, but when I got a little bit older and I thought the people that I was with didn't really give me the gifts that I was looking for. They didn't come from their heart. They were To them, it was a joke. And I thought, well, this is how you're going to treat somebody you supposedly care about? By giving them tacky gifts. Yeah, we had our tackiest, tackiest gifts of all. You know, there wasn't any thought put into it. You can go out of your way and give somebody something really nice. And what do you get in return? Nothing. That's what happened with the very last guy. He was, he did that. He, he didn't buy anything for me. People would go out and spend money and buy him things. And I got him some, some things too. And then he would get upset with me when I wanted to buy something for myself. You see? So it's like he wasn't happy, but yet he was also a cheapskate. <laughs> but anyway, he's in the past. I'm focusing on the man of my life that I have now, who I truly love. And I think we're going to actually no, I know we're going to have a great life together. It's just a matter of time. But they always say that sometimes time is limited. And if you're going through some type of a crisis, time does heal all wounds. But it does take time for you to understand that you can get over this now. Look for that light at the end of the tunnel. Look for a measure of happiness. Reflect on the good, not the bad. Reflections. Reflections of the mind. Reflections of childhood recollections. Think of your childhood. I always wanted to go back into time just to see what it was like. I wanted to see myself as a little girl because looking through pictures, I can't even remember some of the things I did, but I do remember watching a home movie of myself. I'm like, I couldn't believe that was me. It was like looking at someone else, looking at the family, looking at the house the way it was, and, and the neighborhood changed completely too. It's like you're going back into a portal, you're stepping back into time. So I'm going to let you guys go because it's 9.30 and I'm going to be going up to bed soon. I just wanted to kind of let you know that even though there is a crisis going on and people are worrying about what's going to happen next, you know what I say? Reflect. Reflect on the good. Think about the things that are making you happy now. Don't even turn on the news. Just listen to some music, you know, or, or just, you know... Take up a hobby. Get yourself a pet. Pets do bring down your blood pressure. 
Of course, my little boy, whenever it's time for me to go to sleep, now let's just say I'm not allowed to go to sleep. <laughs> but I will tell you one thing, though. Like I said, it's good to have a pet. They do release, you know, good energy into you. Doesn't matter what kind of an animal. It could be a cat, a dog, a lizard, a hamster. It could be any type of animal. Even a big aquarium with fish, which is very soothing. You know, because all you're looking at is the colors and the fish swimming. And you think to yourself, can you imagine that? They have no worries except, well, when they're in the ocean, they may get eaten by a shark. But other than that, reflection. Go back to a time. Reflections. That's what would be the, ap- the episode. Reflections. Reflect. Reflect on a time in your life where everything was just diff- different. It was a different time. A different place. Or just imagine where you want to be. Picture it and then make it happen. Say if you want to be in paradise, make it happen. You don't have to be dreaming about it. You can physically go there. Again, times are tough, but we got to get through it one step at a time, one day at a time. If we're always constantly worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow, then we're never going to have peaceful serenity, harmony. We're never going to have any of that. We're always going to be constantly worrying. And the more you worry, the more sick you can get. You want to be healthy. You don't want to be sick, especially when you have children. You want to be healthy for them. You don't want them to worry about you. And you end up getting sick and worse. So just reflect. Reflect on the good. Reflect on what's going to happen in the present and in the future. Because everybody's always looking forward to what's going to happen in the future. It's just reflection. Childhood reflection. If you wanted to go back to that, let's talk about our childhood. Let's talk about the things, the people that inspired us. How we grew up. You know, the styles that we had at the time, you know, because every decade is different. I want to reflect on the decades too. Maybe one day I'll do something just related to certain decades and then just reflect on the time. So I'm going to give you all things to think about with this episode. But until then, have a great weekend, a blessed Sunday. Have a great week ahead. And remember, it's okay to reflect. Keep the good memories you have of the things you had in your life in your heart. And make new memories with the people in your life. You know, whether again, whether you're married, whether you have children, whoever's in your life, make some new memories. And just keep them close to you. Because again, we only have one life to live, so we better make the best of it. So God bless all of you. Stay strong. Be true. Be positive. Again, reflect. Reflect on the good, not the bad. God bless all of you. Take care.